Hello once again, I'm Matt Donnelly, and this is your Thursday Night Football Game Preview. Again, special edition here, as we have a triple header of games here on Thanksgiving. This is game number two of that triple header here, featuring the New York Giants heading to Dallas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. Now the Giants, they have to be licking their wounds after dropping a 31-18 decision at the hands of the Detroit Lions. Yes, that Detroit Lions team that we were making fun of much of the season. Meanwhile, they are still sitting 7-3, but have been leapfrogged by the Dallas Cowboys and now sit third in that NFC East. Meanwhile, those division rival Cowboys, they went into Minnesota and they took the Vikings behind the woodshed there. And Kirk Cousins, they treated him like this was a prime time affair, sacking Cousins seven times in a 40-3 thumping. Now, Daniel Jones, he will need to spend a little extra attention, paying attention to this Cowboys pass rush, which now leads the league with 42 sacks after getting to Cousins seven occasions on Sunday. Micah Parsons, he led the way once again with two sacks to raise his total to 10, which trails only Nick Bosa and his 10 and a half, and Matthew Judon, who now has 13. Now, with Micah Parsons, he has now had multiple sacks in five of the 10 Cowboys contests this season, and he's like one of like five players to accomplish his feat. That's with Mark Gasnow and Robert Mathis and some of the big names when it comes to the sack exchange in the NFL. Now, Parsons, if he doesn't get you, then Doris Armstrong, Dante Fowler, and Demarcus Lawrence, they certainly will. Now, keep an eye on this injury report, especially as how it pertains to the New York Giants and that offensive line. John Feliciano there, Tyree Phillips, and Evan Neal were all spotted on the sidelines after last week's contest. One thing that Jones has that Kirk Cousins simply does not is the ability to make things happen for himself thanks to his legs. Now, if Jones can feel that pressure and escape, he can pick up huge chunks of yardage there with those legs. Jones has registered 437 yards on the ground this season, which sits as the fifth most amongst quarterbacks. And he's also added four touchdowns. Don't look now, but Danny Dimes, he's a top 10 fantasy quarterback on a per-game basis thanks to that weekly rushing upside. Yes, Danny Dimes, he may be one of the more vanilla quarterbacks in the league, but he possesses that Konomi code, that cheat code for the quarterback position. It also doesn't hurt when you've posted 18 fantasy points in three of your last four contests. The Giants... Uh, considering how bad the receivers have been, he's played pretty darn good. Last week was the first time in which Jones had thrown a pick, and he threw a pair. He had gone six consecutive games previously without throwing an interception. The Giants, they hadn't had a quarterback accomplish that six games in a row since 1993 when Phil Simms had accomplished that. Now, that's saying something. Now, that's not even the worst streak that's going on for the Giants here. This will be Jones's first Thanksgiving Day contest. He never played any Thanksgiving Day games there in high school or in college, and this will be his first one, obviously, in the pros. And the Giants, well, their track record of success on Thanksgiving is not exactly good. They have not won a contest in, since 1982. Now, a quarterback who's got a little bit more experience on Thanksgiving Day, how about Dak Prescott? Now, Prescott has been impressive against the NFC East throughout his career. He has a 25-5 and record, including a 9-2 and record against the Giants. Since Prescott returned from the injury, the Cowboys are averaging 35 points per contest. Last week, Prescott completed 88% of his passes, completing 22 of 25 passes for 276 yards, and two of those touchdown passes were courtesy of Tony Pollard there. More impressive than that 88% completion rate 
was per next gen stats there his expected completion percentage was just 66.2%. That difference of over 21% was the greatest differential of any quarterback this season. Prescott is the first Cowboys quarterback there with multiple touchdown passes without an interception and complete 85% of your passes since 2014 when Tony Romo got it done. Prescott faces one of the better fantasy defenses this season and especially over the last four contests there as the Giants are allowing an average of 13.45 fantasy points to quarterbacks over that period then again the last four games the Giants they haven't exactly played the creme of the crop there when it comes to the quarterback position Jared Goff Davis Mills Geno Smith Trevor Lawrence so use that information how you will now Saquon Barkley 15 carries for 22 yards that means that the Lions yes that Detroit Lions team held the second leading rusher in the NFL to 1.5 yards per carry last week in fact Barkley was a non-factor even in the passing game, hauling in just two passes for 13 yards. Could Barkley's workload finally be catching up to him as his avoided tackle rate and his explosive run rate have both dipped within the last five contests? In week number 12, Barkley faces an aggressive Cowboys defense, so perhaps we can expect a little bit more draws, a few more screens in order to slow down that pass rush. Despite that off week, Barkley still remains second in the rushing race behind Derrick Henry having produced 953 yards on the ground. Now, luckily for Barkley and fantasy managers, Barkley ranks fifth in attempts inside the 20-yard line this season with 26 of them and sits fourth in scrimmage yards per contest at 116.3. Dallas, they have allowed 423 yards on the ground and have allowed an average of 21.52 fantasy points to back so far this season in the last four weeks. Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. The only way that this Dallas backfield didn't score last week was by C. Elliott scored twice by the ground on 15 carries, where Pollard added two more by the air, finishing with six receptions and 109 yards. Pollard also led the duel in rushing yards with 80 on the same amount of carries it took Elliott to accumulate 42 yards. Now, Pollard became just the second Dallas Cowboys back to record 100 receiving yards and two touchdowns in a game. The other one, he turned out to be a pretty dang good football coach there in Dan Reeves. Now, Pollard, he has three consecutive weeks in which he has surpassed 21 fantasy points. And last week, he saw a high in fantasy production and he held a 54% snap share, which is impressive since this was Elliott's first game back. That's right. Not only was Pollard once again the more productive of the two backs, we actually got more opportunities than Elliott to show off that explosiveness. Now, New York's fantasy points allowed is somewhat inflated after surrendering three touchdowns to the Lions' Jamal Williams last week, but they've also allowed over 27 per contest over the last four weeks. While they have given up five touchdowns on the ground, they've actually held opposing backs to 307 rushing yards. Going back to week three when these teams last met, Pollard ran for 105 yards on just 14 carries there, while the Giants on the season have been allowing 5.4 yards per carry, which happens to be the eighth most rushing yards per game at 109.32 running backs this season. Okay, that's enough talk about the running backs. Let's talk about the wide receivers. Let's talk about all the studs on the New York Giants. Yeah, you know what? There's not a whole lot to talk about here, to be honest with you. You've got Darius Slayton, though. Slayton, once again, appears to be the top pass-catching option in New York once again. Since week number seven, Slayton is 
wide receiver 17 in fantasy points per game there in PPR, averaging 14.6 per contest. And he's 11th amongst receivers in yardage share at 33%. As of right now, Slayton has been seeing a 22% target share with Kenny Goldie and Richie James as supplemental pass catchers. So you can expect that number to increase drastically over the next few weeks. Last week, Slayton saw 86% of the snaps and would go on to record 10 targets while on his way to 13.6 fantasy points thanks to those five catches and 86 yards. Now, we touched on Kenny Galladay. We touched on Richie James. I really don't want to touch on him a lot more than that, but with the loss of Wandell Robinson, this loss, it cannot be understated. Prior to tearing his ACL, the rookie had nine grabs for 100 yards and a touchdown. And outside of Daniel Jones, was really the only fantasy relevant player on the roster last week. If Slayton isn't getting the ball, someone else has to, right? Richie James is dealing with a knee injury there, and he's been limited much of the week here leading up to the Thanksgiving Day contest there. But on Sunday, he did catch a touchdown pass there on one of his three targets, finishing with 48 yards. Meanwhile, Kenny Galdi, he received not only two passes for two touchdowns, but he also received a standing ovation on that first pass. Yes, that's where we are when we're talking about Kenny Galladay and the New York Giants receivers right now. If Jones get the ball out of his hand quick enough, teams the last four weeks have found a way to capitalize by getting the ball to the receivers not named Justin Jefferson. Now, Dallas has allowed the six most fantasy points to receivers on average over the last few weeks there, having allowed four touchdowns and 471 yards. Okay, that's enough talking about the Giants pass catchers. Let's talk about C.D. Lamb. After lighting the Packers up for 10 catches and 135 yards and a couple touchdowns just a week ago, Lamb was held to five receptions for 45 yards on just five targets. Those five targets were the fewest he has seen at any point of this season. I guess you can take a week off when you just put up 40 points on a team in which you won by 37. Now, Lamb, he has been as good as they get lately, ranking ninth in receptions with 58, 11th in yards with 751, and 7th in targets, and he currently has five touchdown grabs, which is also the 11th most in the league. Now the Giants, they may need to find an answer for Lamb and do so quickly because historically they have not had one. In five career games against the Giants, Lamb has 31 receptions for 388 yards and five touchdowns. Back in week number three, he caught eight of 12 targets from Cooper Rush for 87 yards and a score. So who's going to step up behind C.D. Lamb this week? Is it going to be Michael Gallup? Is it going to be Noah Brown? Who's next in this Cowboys passing attack? Now, Noah Brown, he caught both of his targets last week, resulting in 42 receiving yards. Meanwhile, Michael Gallup, he hauled in two of his four targets for 41 yards last week against the Vikings. So we're seeing a little bit more efficiency from Noah Brown. We're seeing a few more targets going to Michael Gallup. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Now, Gallup, he missed that week three contest while he was recovering from his ACL surgery. But Brown got five or seven balls that Rush sent his way in that contest for 54 yards. Expect Gallup to continue to be that field stretcher for this Cowboys as 60% of his routes are a result of verticals, posts, post corners, and crossers. New York, in turn, is allowing the 15th most fantasy points per game over the last four weeks and have allowed 454 yards and three score touchdowns there to opposing wideouts. Now, the tight end position... Again, I feel like I'm somewhat contractually obligated to talk about the tight end position here each and every show. Now, Lawrence Cager there is technically the tight end in New York. Who? Well, Daniel Bellinger isn't quite ready to return as of yet. And Cager, he does have four catches and 29 yards and a touchdown here in the last couple of weeks. So I guess that's the Giants tight end to own. If you're hoping for a Cager touchdown this week, you're probably in a lot more trouble and you might want to just move on to the next week. 
And it's if it's not bad enough that you're starting Cager this week, the Dallas defense has only allowed one touchdown over the past four weeks. And over that period, they're allowing just 7.3 fantasy points per game to the position. And finally, Dalton Schultz. I know you may feel obligated to start Schultz this week, but buyer beware. The Giants are allowing just 7.6 fantasy points per contest over the last four weeks and have allowed just 128 yards and no touchdowns to speak of. So if I could look at fading him, I probably would, considering Jake Ferguson has been getting a lot more snaps than we really want to be seeing there. But we do want to see is fantasypoints.com right now. We want to see you get that subscription today. And I'm going to give you 10% off by using promo code 22VIPERS10. That's right. Head to fantasypoints.com today. Use promo code 22VIPERS10. Get 10% off. And we'll see you next week.